We bless the name of our precious Lord. And we give him all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor. We thank him for today. Oh, sweet Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence. Thank you. Thank you, my boss, my senior boss. Thank you. Thank you. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So good to see each and every one of you. How are you all doing? We are blessed. Thank you, sir. Bless Amazing. Amazing. I hope all of you have a good day. Yes, please, sir. I hope we all did. of you have a blessed day. Amazing. 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 We bless God. We bless God. So good to see each and every one of you. Um, I'm going to share a few thoughts with us from God's word. And the spirit of God is there. One thing I want you to be conscious of today is the presence of God. He's here. With all reverence, with all acknowledgements, be conscious of him today. Be conscious of him today. He's here. He's here. He's here. Thank you, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. There are testimonies in the house. There are so much testimonies in the house. So much testimonies in the house. You know, this week I was talking to a dear sister and she shared with me. I'm coming, hold on. Let me look at something first. Okay, cool. She shared with me how, you know, the Lord has been good. You see, Jesus says something, um, something happened in the scripture. When Peter had gone onto the sea with the people who were also fishermen, they had gone to the sea. They did not catch any fish. They didn't get even a fish to talk about. But when they came back, Jesus said something. Jesus said, go deeper, go deeper. And Peter said, we have told and labored all night, but at thy word, at thy word, at the word of Jesus, they went again. And they came back with a testimony because Jesus said so. Beloved, listen to me today. Jesus is not a myth. Jesus is not a fairy tale. Jesus is not an old white fable in a book. Jesus is a reality. And indeed, he is our reality. Are you with me? Are you with me? Say this after me. Jesus is my reality. 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 So if Jesus is your reality, whatever happens to you, whatever comes your way, there is, there is one thing that you must keep in you, that regardless what you see, Jesus is your reality. Are you with me? Are you with me? As crooked as life may be sometimes, Jesus is our reality. We have one thing that the world do not have. And today I want to show you what we have. You see, he says Christ in you. The book of Colossians, Paul said, Christ in you is one thing. It's our hope of glory. 
The last time I was telling Daniel, and I told Daniel that, Daniel, regardless what comes your way, there is one thing, there is one thing, one thing you must not lose sight of, one thing, all of you, all of you, one thing you must not lose sight of, it's called hope. Hope. Christ in us. Jesus in us. There is a hope that you must not lose sight of. Oh, someone said, I have hope. I have hope. I have hope. I am hopeful. I am hopeful. I I have hope. I am hopeful. I am hopeful. It is never late. And it is never early. It is always on time. 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 It's never late. It's never too late. It's never too early. It's always on time. It's always on time. No, come to think about it. No, I want you to reason with me now. When Joseph, his brothers was about to kill him or murder him in the pits, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the Bible said there were Hebrew, um, there were Egyptian merchants passing. Out of nowhere, this was the moment he was to be killed. That was the moment that the Egyptian merchants were passing. So, if you were Joseph, you would have given up in the pit because your brothers are about to kill you. But you see, coincidentally, and God's plan, at that same time you were about to be killed, God designed that some merchants should pass by. They should be in need of a slave. And let me tell you something. It, it, is, it, is, it is unusual. And the reason why it is unusual is that at that time, Hebrews were not sold as slaves. Are you getting me? So Joseph as an Hebrew, he was not supposed, in the first place, was not supposed to be sold as slave. But then, the very moment that all hope was lost, all was gone, all seemed over, there came something. There came something. Listen, whatever happens to you, so far as you are in Christ, have this hope in you that all things work together for your good. Are you with me? All things, everything that comes to you, it is working together for your good. Repeat after me, all things. All things. Works together for my good. Works together for my good. Nothing works against me. Nothing works against me. Nothing works against me. Nothing works against me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a hand. Give the Lord a hand. Give the Lord a hand. Give the give the Lord a hand. Someone shout glory! Glory! Listen, listen. I am so full of joy today. So full of joy. So full of joy. And this is this is this is the position I want all of you to be in. So full of joy. Be full, be be extraordinarily full of joy. From today, let that be your life. You, the every day we see you. No, 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 no. Don't crumble your face. No, don't. No, 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 no. When you wake up in the morning, I am full of joy. <laughs> I am full of the Holy Ghost. You see, you, 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 get, you get on the bus and you begin to have an argument with the mate conductor. For those of us in Ghana, you know what I'm talking about. You, you begin to have a, an argument with a mate conductor. 
for those of you in the UK, you get on the bus and someone is trying to be racist. Someone is trying to be, you look at the person and you tell the person, I'm so full of joy. I refuse to be affected by your negativity. In the name of Jesus, I'm so full of joy. I exude light because I'm the light of this world. Ah, someone shout glory. Blessed be the name of our Lord. I want to share God's word with you. And in saying that, who remembers, I, I gave away some time ago and I said that there is someone here, I think Scholar shared a testimony with this. But then, this is another testimony, right? Who remembers I said there is someone here, you've been waiting for something for quite a long time. It's been released onto you. Who remembers I gave that word? This week, I was talking to a dear sister and the dear sister shared with me. She's been wanting to go back or she's been wanting to be granted a visa to the UK for years and it's not been happening. Today, today as I'm talking to you, today I'm talking, today as I'm talking to you, she has a UK visa. Full wow. sponsored UK visa. That today, today, if she wants to go to the UK tonight, right now, right now, she can go. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about testimonies. Let me tell you something. When we share a testimony, a testimony is like a pregnant woman. Whenever we share that testimony, you also get pregnant with yours. Then you replicate what you heard. Did you get what I mean? You replicate what you heard. There is nothing too hard for the Lord. Bless the name of our Lord. Let's let's go into what I want to share with you today. Last week, um, Saturday, I'm. Um, we didn't land the plane very well, but by God's grace, I believe the Spirit of the Lord, you know, brought onto your understanding. Get your notebook, get your pen. So last week, you know, we did a bit of anthropology. If you don't know what anthropology is, we did a bit of the study of man, where I made you understand that man in himself is a spirit. Man is a spirit. Man lives in a body. So man is a spirit, lives in a body. Man has a soul. What did I say? I said man is a spirit, lives in a body, and man has a soul. The target of God is that I shared with you from Romans chapter 12, verse number 1 to 2. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I shared with you from Romans chapter 12, verse the number 1 to 2. He spoke about present your bodies as a living sacrifice. And in the verse 2, he says, be transformed by the renewal of your mind. So I told you that the word of God or God's target, what God actually wants for you is this. This is what God wants for you. Not that you, you got healed. It's amazing. God heals. You got delivered. It's amazing. God delivers. You got saved. It's amazing. God saved. But the real definition and the real purpose of God is that he would put his word in your spirit. He will put his word in your spirit. He will communicate his word in your spirit. And I told you that the only way the word of God could get into your spirit is that you give your ears to the listening of the word. That is 
when you get to the information of God's word, it gets into your mind as knowledge. When you begin to meditate on what you heard, the knowledge you have received, you begin to ponder on it, you begin to chew on the knowledge you have received, you begin to meditate on it, it gets into your spirit as light. So the Bible said, the entrance of thy way bringeth what? Light. Are you all with me? Are you all with me? The entrance of God's word brings what? Light. So the purpose of God, the plan of God for any man who is in Christ is that God would put his word in your spirit. The only way the word of God can get into your spirit is that you give your, you give attention to meditation. What does it mean to meditate? And that is why I believe we ended last week. What does it mean to meditate? Meditation is practicing quietness and communication with God in you. I said meditation is practicing quietness and communication with God in you. Okay, let me cite an example. Who here? Maybe you woke up in the morning. One day you woke up in the morning. And when you woke up in the morning, thoughts, certain thoughts begin to come to you. Certain thoughts begin to come to you. It's like, it's not like you, you thought to think about it. It just began to come to you. Who has had that, um, that moment before? You woke up in the morning, you were lying on your bed and thoughts began to come to you. And it's like you were talking to yourself. And it happens mostly in the morning, right? It happens mostly in the morning. So, one of the, one of the principal ways to get the word of God in your spirit is that practice morning devotion. It is called morning devotion for a reason. Let me show you a scripture. Speaking tongues, speaking tongues, speaking tongues. Speaking tongues. so i said one of the ways to meditate properly is to rise up in the morning is to rise up in the morning you see in the book of genesis the scripture makes us understand that in the coolness of the day the voice of the lord came to the garden in the coolness of the day when is the coolness of the day it's always in the morning because the morning whenever there is a new day it comes with a new breeze of air so his messes are new when his messes are new when come on his messes are new when every morning they are new every morning so the communication of god you must start from today start from today that is when you go and sleep in the morning friday morning when you wake up in the morning the first in the first act must be that you are hearing god 
in the in the morning so for some of you who wakes up in the morning to go to work you wake up as early as you can as early 5:30 a.m. 5 a.m. you can read just a chapter and you think about the chapter you think about it you think about it so as you are thinking about it that is the process of meditation it is in the thoughts of it that god will speak to you are you with me that is where the word of god will begin to settle in your spirit go to the book of matthew let me show you something there the book of matthew matthew chapter Chapter Behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream. But while he thought on these things, end the screen share. But while he thought, he was not sleeping. Are you are you saying this? He was just thinking, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. He was not sleeping to dream. He was not sleeping to dream. He was thinking about these things. He was thinking about these things. So one thing you must give your attention to your mind to is not the last song you heard. Is that you you give your mind to what what scripture you see what chapter of the Bible you are friend and while you think about it, God will speak to you. So while Joseph was thinking about this, this is what happened. Whilst he was thinking about it, the angel appeared to him and said, "Are you are you with me? Are you with me? Are you all with me? Are you all with me?" So to get the very best out of your Bible studies. And you know, some someone told me, say, when I read the Bible, I don't really get it. I don't really understand it. You you understand. You have the spirit of understanding. But this is what you have to now start practicing. Listen to me, all of you. You have to start practicing taking your time when it comes to the scripture. Taking your time. He says, while he touch on these things. So wait, let's say you woke up in the morning. You read Matthew chapter two. You didn't get it. You read it again. You read it again, then you begin to think about it. You begin to think about it. And the next thing you do to get the word of God in your spirit, the next thing you do, learn to ask questions. Number two, learn to ask God questions. Ask him. He says, ask, and it shall be given unto you. So that means if you don't ask, it wouldn't be given. Are you all with me? Are you all with me? Are you all with me? Listen. Listen, let me tell you this, and don't forget. When your walk with God, when your spirituality becomes so intact, the moment you begin to get it right with God, it is going to affect every area of your life. I said, the moment you begin to get it right with God, the moment you begin to, you see, you begin to, you begin to give God your attention. It is going to affect every area of your life. It is going to affect every. It is. It is because life is spiritual, and I, I started by telling you, man is a spirit. So the very moment you begin to give the spirit of a man what he needs, everything begins to work together for your good. Remember what Jesus said. 
man shall not live by bread alone uh huh but by uh huh the word of oh, god strengthens good bye bye the word that cometh from the lips of god so in as much as we are eating bread in as much as we are eating fufu we are eating you know banku scholar what's your favorite food Bank. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> so in as much as we are eating banku, we are eating the fufu. There is there is a food for our spirits. There is a food for our spirits. There's a reason why we teach every day. There's a reason why we come. We teach you God's word. So as you you give your attention to it, as you give your mind to it, you are feeding your spirits. You are feeding your spirits. You are feeding your spirit. And as you feed your spirits, oh, all things. All things begin to succumb under your feet. You begin to walk on earth as God. You begin to radiate the light of God in you. That's why we speak in tongues. That's why we speak in tongues. That's why we speak in tongues. So, so when you ask, listen, you you are reading the scriptures. You know, you've read your Bible, you've read your Bible, and you you seem not to get it. You are asking God. You are asking God, but it's like God is not answering you. Speaking tongues. Speaking tongues. Let me show you a scripture. Go to the book of Proverbs. Go to the book of Proverbs. Proverbs 25. Let's start from verse 2. Proverbs 25, verse 2. It says, it is the glory of God to conceal a thing, conceal a thing, but it is but the honor of kings is to set out a matter. Give me in the NIV to make it a bit simpler. NIV Proverbs 25, verse 2. NIV to make it more simpler. It says, It is the glory of God to conceal a matter. To set to search out a matter is the glory of kings. It's okay. End the scripture. Let me explain that. So God, God is the is the master of concealing. You see, when you buy something, it is concealed. So, for example, this is a tissue. It says it is the glory of God to conceal the tissue. So the tissue is being concealed. It is God's glory to cover it. But then it is your honor, your honor, your honor to set it out and see that, oh, this is a tissue. This is what people call revelation. Revelation is when you get to set out what God has concealed. So how how do I inscribe this in my daily life? In your daily life, always look out for what God will say concerning everything. What would God say concerning everything? What is the mind of God concerning everything? Don't do it because everybody is doing it. Do it because God said it is okay to do it. Are you with me? Are you with me? What did I say? I said, don't do it because everyone is doing it. Do it because God said it is okay to do it. So if all men are running, God said, those that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. So if all men are running, you shouldn't also be running. You should be waiting. And some of you, sometimes the waiting period can take two years. Sometimes it can take three years. 
Sometimes it can even take 16 years. David, it took David 16 years. Listen, listen to me. So far as you are in Christ, listen, my brother, my sister, listen to me today. So far as you are in Christ, nothing works against you. Nothing works against you. You know, I heard, I heard, I heard something that if God is a good God, why wouldn't he protect the people who, who were shot at church? You saw, we all heard the incident of the people who were bombed at church um, in Nigeria, right? Who heard it? Who heard it? Who heard it? Who heard it? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. It is not those who died. It is not their loss. It is their gain. Are you with me? Those who died, it was not their loss. It was their gain. There is no one. And I said, there is no one who will get to the master, who will get to Jesus and want to come back on earth. There is no one. No one. The last time I was telling um, Sahar, when I went to be with the Lord, I wanted to remain there. I didn't want to come again. No. I didn't want to come. I wanted to remain in that room. Hey, it's sweet. Oh. No, no, it's all sweet. Oh. You see, and this is how your life should be. This is how your Christianity should be. It should be sweet. How do you do it? Pay attention to God's word. Are you with me? Are you with me? Are you with me? Pay attention to God's word. Give, 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 give your whole life to God's word. Be moved by what he has said. Not what BBC said. Not what TV3 said. Not what Channel 7 said. What did I say? Be moved by what God said. So they tell you the economy is coming down. Everything is hard. You don't listen to that. That is not your language. That is not your language. Because you don't live by the systems of the world. Because why? God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory through Christ Jesus. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? No, do you believe that? So if you do believe that, if TV3 tells you, if Channel 7 tells you that, you know, the economy is becoming hard. And, you know, if we don't do this, we wouldn't get this. You sit down and you tell yourself, be still my soul. And know the Lord God you have trusted in. You sit down and tell yourself. Are you with me? Are you all with me? Are you all with me? Are you with me? So, you can be a Joseph. God will reveal to Pharaoh that there is going to be a famine. God is going to give you the wisdom to preserve you in the time of famine. So for 14 years that, or for 7 years that there was famine. Joseph and the people of Egypt at that time was preserved. Why? Because Joseph walked under the counsel of God. Listen, as a believer, as a Christian, don't let your life be moved by what you see. Number one, by what number one, by what you see. Number two, by what you feel. Don't let your life be moved by that. He that dwelleth in the secret of the place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord. I will say of the Lord, I will say of the Lord, there is something you must be doing, my beloved under the sound of my voice, there is something you must be doing, you must be saying of the Lord, the Lord is my provider, the Lord is my provider, oh you don't have a job today, you say of the Lord, the Lord provides, the Lord provides, he is my provider, oh maybe things are not going on well, you say of the Lord, you say it, you say of the Lord, You that is you declare, you declare of the Lord, you declare God is my provider. 
You don't wake up in the morning and do this. No, no, no. You say of the Lord. You say of the Lord. When people tell you this Christianity thing is hard, you tell them, I am full of the Holy Spirit. Christianity is not hard for me. Are you with me? It, it says joy and fellowship in the Holy Spirit. That is what it's about. Joy and fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Lift up your hands and thank God. Lift up your hands. Thank Him. 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 You see, and let me tell you this. Never see yourself under the circumstance you are in. I repeat, never see yourself under the circumstance you are in. So let's say you don't have money and you go on social media, I am broke. No, 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 you are not. You are a child of God, you can't be broke. Never see yourself under the circumstance you are in. So you can be a Gideon. You are oppressed. You are getting oppressed. You are getting killed. There is war in your in your in your in your community. But the angel would appear unto you and tell you, "Oh, Gideon, mighty man of valor." <laughs> you know the funny thing is when you watch, you know the 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 narrative, you know the narrative of this scripture. When you watch it, when the angel told Gideon, "Mighty man of valor," Gideon did like this. Who are you talking to? You see. No, if I am a mighty man of valor, look at what is happening. I can't do anything about it. But then, one thing, the mistake Gideon was doing was that Gideon was seeing himself under the circumstance. And that is your error. See yourself as God sees you. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. You are called forth to show forth his excellence. You are called forth out of darkness to show forth the excellences of him who called you out of it. You are the light of this world. You are the salt of this world. Never see yourself under the circumstances that you find yourself. Someone say, I am saved by God's grace. I am saved. I am saved. I am saved. I'm saved. And then leads me to this leads me to what I want to discuss with you today. You see, who here? Who here? And be genuine with yourself. You have ever doubted your salvation? Hey, me cry. Am I saved? The things I've been doing, eh? I don't think God has saved me. No, who here has doubted your salvation before? Don't tap your Don't feel shy. Literally, almost everybody. <laughs> but you know what? The Bible says, salvation is not a feeling. You don't have to feel saved to be saved. <laughs> You don't have to feel it. He said that just shall live by their faith, not their feelings. Oh, today, dear, I don't feel saved. No, you are saved. I want us to read a very long um, scripture today. We are going to read them coming. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So you are saved. You are saved. You are saved. Repeat after me. I am saved by grace in Christ Jesus. I am saved by grace in Christ Jesus. Remember what I taught you during the resurrection service. I told you. 
I told you that you didn't save yourself, so you can't unsave yourself. <laughs> no, listen now. You didn't save yourself, so you can't unsave yourself. I, you are saved by God's grace. It's not there. You abstaining from things that will get you saved. No, you already saved. So what does this imply? This implies that when you abstain from things, when you abstain from sin, sexual immorality, filthiness, gossip, lying, when you abstain from these things, it is a proof of your love for the master. Are you with me? It is a proof of what? Your love for who? The one who saved you. Let's read Hebrews chapter. You, I promise you, you will love the scripture. You will love it. And it, this scripture will let you love God more. The scripture you're about to read. And we are all going to read it together. Hebrews chapter 9. If you have your Bible with you, if you have a Bible, a Bible with you, open it in your own Bible. But you can share the screen. But please have your own Bible, a, a, a paper Bible, a hard copy. If you don't have some, it's okay. Just look at it. Hebrews chapter 9. Let's read from the verse 11 coming. Verse 11. I want all of us to read it together. All of us to read it together. Take your time. Don't read it fast. Take your time. Read it word for word. And as you are reading this, think about the words. Okay. One, two, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 11. Hebrews 9, verse 11. Hebrews 9, verse 11. One, two, go. I want to hear your voice. Read it. One, two, go. Uh-huh. But, but, but when, when Christ but no, we are not done. We are rich. Oh. I thought you is a long. He, he did not enter the midst of the blood entered the most holy place his own blood. obtaining eternal redemption. The blood of God and bulls and the don't you don't you love it don't you love it don't you love it don't you love it okay this is what i'm going to do I want you to read it now read it in the quietness at where you are right now don't read it for everybody to hear read it in your mind think about it then after that i will bring um i will, I will explain read about it read it yeah is it but when christ came as high priest read it read it ah i love this scripture thank you lord read it when you are done just type down let's take it from there and when you are done type down
return in the screenshot. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. But when Christ, but when Christ, but when Christ, but when Christ, listen now, but when Christ, but when Christ, so before Christ, nothing was accounted, but when Christ, but when Christ, but when Christ, did you read that? Did you see that? No, did you read that? Did you read that? Did you see it? Let me show you. When Christ came as high priest of good things that are now already here. <laughs> of good things that are now already here. Good things that are now already here. This is what the Bible said. He said he did not go present his blood to the father by, by goats or by calves. No. Jesus sacrificed himself. The, the Bible said once and for all. It is called the eternal redemption. Write this down. In Christ, we have eternal redemption. We are eternally redeemed. We are, we are eternally redeemed. What does it mean? We are eternally restored unto God. You wake up in the morning. As you make your confessions, never forget this word. I belong to him. I belong to God. He says he has eternally redeemed us. What did, how did he do it? He presented his blood. When Jesus came on earth, when he walked on earth, and he died on earth, his blood, that spilled, the Bible said, he took his blood, presented it to the Father. He said, in a more perfect tabernacle. <laughs> I told you, the last time I told you when I said, when the Bible says you are a new creation, you are not part of that seven days creation. It's, did you see that when we just read it? Did you see it? Did you see? Might share the screen again. In the verse 11. The verse 11. Are you seeing it? Are you saying when he went through the greater and more perfect tabernacle that is not made with human hands that is to say it's not part of this creation and the screen share so so i always tell you and one thing you see spiritual maturity spiritual maturity begins with this it begins with the assurance of your salvation if you are not assured of your salvation you are not growing So today, the foundation of your belief is that I am saved. I am eternally restored unto God. What does it mean to me? It means that God is now in absolute control over my life. When people tell you this is impossible, you tell them, give me two seconds. You go back to the one who is in control of your life. Are you with me? Are you with me? When they tell you, oh, you see, Marisa, this one, you see, there is no possibility unless you go this way. You tell them, give me three seconds, I'm coming. You go back to the one who is in control of your life. This is how Paul put it. He says, in him we live. In him we live. In him we move. In him we move. In him we have our being. I am saved. 
I am saved. Oh, I thought you say that to yourself. I am saved. I'm saved. I'm it's not saved. because I did not sin or I did sin. I am saved because Christ died and presented his blood to the Father on my behalf. What does it mean unto us? Let's read Hebrews 4, verse 16. I want the Passion Translation. Hebrews 4, verse 16. Write this down. Hebrews 4, verse 16. This, so if you are saved, this must affect one thing about us. And I've noticed this. I've noticed this. So many people are not bold when it comes to prayer. When it comes to things about God, they are not bold. What does it mean? Write this down. It means we have all boldness to talk to God. Hebrews 4, verse 16. Let's, let's look at that scripture. Hebrews 4, verse 16. Hebrews 4, verse 16. The book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 16. If you can get me the Passion Translation. Are you able to see the Passion Translation? Malice, are you able to see the Passion Translation? All right. Hebrews 4, verse 16. Who has, who has already opened it? Who has opened it? Who has opened it? Okay, it's here now. It's here. Hebrews 4, verse 16. Look at this. Look at this. You will love this. It says, So now, we draw, we draw nearer. We draw near freely and boldly to where grace is enthroned to receive mercy's kiss and discover the grace we urgently need to strengthen us. Now, go back to the KJV translation of this same scripture. KJV translation of this same scripture. So now you have been restored unto God. You are redeemed unto God. What does it mean? It means that he says, let us come, therefore, let us come boldly unto the throne of grace. And the screen said, we go boldly that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help us in time of need. From today, be bold in your prayers. Are you with me? Be bold. Be bold to ask God for everything and anything. Be bold. Be bold. Be bold. Be bold. It is who? Your father. He says, let us therefore come boldly. So when there is persecution, you see, let me explain this. Go back to that same scripture. Let me show you something. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit. Let me show you something. He says that let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy. So in, in the presence of God, in the place of prayer, there are two things God gives. The first one is mercy. And the second one is grace. Therefore, let us come boldly onto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy, number one, number two, and find grace in time of need. So in the place of mercy, we see testimonies. In the place of grace, we become testimonies. I said, in the place of mercy, we see the testimonies. In the place of grace, we become the testimonies. 
What does it mean? End of screenshot. So, in the place of mercy, you are going to see God come through for you. Oh, let me see by hand if God has come through for you before. Let me see. If he always comes through for you, let me see by hand. So, what happened there was that it was the mercy of God in action. So, whenever the mercy of God is in action, God has come through. <laughs> whenever the mercy of God is in action, God has come through. He said, when we come bodily before the throne of grace, we obtain mercy. That is the action of God. The hand of God begins to move. Number two, he says that we would find grace. What does grace mean? Oh, the last time I told you, I told you. I said grace is the presence slash presence of God that enables. You see, so in the place of grace, God will now enable us. So through the fires, he is with us. He will be the fourth man in the fire. That is what it is. That's what it is. So when all hell breaks loose on you, when everything seems to go left on you, what you need there is that you need the grace of God. That is the presence, last presence of God that would enable you to overcome. Maybe you are strug- you are here, you are struggling with uh, the addiction, addiction of masturbation, addiction of pornography. What you need is the grace. Listen now, listen now. What you need when you go to God. Father, I obtain grace in the name of Jesus. And from today, by your grace, I overcome this. You mentioned the, the, the thing you struggle with. So you battle with lying. Father, in the name of Jesus, I obtain grace. And from today, from today, from today, in the name of Jesus, by your grace at work in me, I overcome this lying spirit. Are you with me? Are you with me? Remember what I told you. Remember what I told you. I, I said, the grace of God enables us to become a testimony so in saying this you go to the place of prayer father in the name of jesus lord this is going on but thank you for your grace by your grace i overcome immediately you say that the presence of god begins to descend on you and the enablement to overcome today someone tested me today and the person told me that when she begins to read the Bible, she finds herself asleep. Who here, you have also had that experience? Let me see. When you begin to... Okay. Apart from the natural order of things. Listen. Apart from the natural order of things. When I say natural order, please sleep well. Have naps. Sleep No, sleep well. Have naps. Rest. When you are tired, Rest. No, you will be deceiving yourself. You know you are tired, but you go and sit there. You sleep. That one, even angels will laugh at you. You sleep. Let me tell you something funny. Two days ago, um, don't laugh. If you laugh, the angels will knock you, you see. Two days ago, I came, I think I came back from America. I was quite, I was quite, you know, tired. I was strengthened, you see. And as I lay down, I was about to pray. I, I, it was my time for my prayer, so I had to go and pray. And the funny thing is, I set three hours to pray for three hours. My dear brothers and sisters, as of the moment of 10 minutes, I was asleep in heaven. Hallelujah! 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 Hallelujah. <laughs> so this is, this, is, this is what I want to tell you. Apart from the natural order of things, when I came back from work and I decided to, oh, let me rest and wake up and pray, I would have been able to. But you see, this guy, oh, I'm going to pray. And the funny thing, I set my alarm three hours. 
10 minutes I was gone. Two hours later, I woke up. Hey, what have I been doing all this while? And I realized, hey, I was asleep. <laughs> I was asleep. So rest. Rest when it's needed. Rest. You see, one thing about Jesus people don't talk about is that Jesus was a very deep sleeper. <laughs> Jesus was a very deep sleeper. What does it mean? For example, for example, he was in the boat with his disciples. He was in the boat with his disciples. The Bible said the boat was about to sink. And in science, the only way a boat will sink is when water begins to get over the boat, right? Come on, where's Lavina? In science, the only way a boat that is on water will begin to sink is when water begins to capsize into the boat, right? Yes, please. The Bible said the boat was about to sink. Jesus was asleep. That means the water was in the boat. Jesus was still asleep. Charlie, that guy, he did sleep. Our, our master, he, uh, no, no, think about it. He did sleep. He, he knows how to sleep. And that is good. You can't be, listen now, this will sound cliche, but have sleep when you have to. Apart from this natural order, there is another side of it. And that side of it is that you have to speak forth. When you begin to take your Bible and you find yourself sleeping, in the name of Jesus, I receive grace to overcome this. Immediately, immediately that spirit will flee. The Bible calls it the spirit of slumber, slumber, slumber. When it comes on you, you are not lazy. You become laziness in manifestation. The spirit of slumber, when it comes on you, you are not lazy. But you become laziness in manifestation. You walk laziness. You eat laziness. You manifest laziness. It's called the spirit of slumber. It causes you to sleep anyhow. And that the only way, the only solution to it is the grace of God. So you receive grace to overcome. Are you with me? Are you with me? Are you with me? So I said, the grace of God makes you a testimony. The mercy of God lets you see the testimony. You come boldly before the throne of grace. You come boldly before the throne of grace that you obtain mercy. Lift up your hands and begin to pray.